Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Twenty seventeen, I'm still alive and kicking. 
Yes, Thank sir. God for those power slams and pancakes, brother. It's good <laughs> to hear from you tonight. I love it, man. I love it. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you uh, uh, being on the show with me tonight for uh, for a couple yes, reasons. Uh, one of the reasons is uh, you have a big event coming up this weekend. Let's start off by uh, letting all the listeners know what's uh, coming up for this weekend for you. Yes, this weekend, Zanesville, Ohio, at the Muskegon County Fairgrounds, at the Veterans Complex building. It's world classic professional big time wrestling. And it's like I said, it's gonna take place and you said this Saturday night, there January the fourteenth, seven PM to Bell Time. We've got a special meet and greet from four to six with Road Warrior Animal. Also on the card, of course, myself, fantastic Bobby Colton, the franchise Shane Douglas, him and I are gonna lock horns. Both of us are skilled veterans. Both of us know how to handle ourselves in the ring and this Saturday night. It's going to be wild, loud, and unpredictable because Shane Douglas, although he has nothing to prove to himself or maybe to the people, but to himself, he's going to want to prove that he's a better man than me. But I'm going to tell you something right now. Through all those power slams, through all those choke slams, through all those chair shots, through all those barbed wire matches, scaffold matches, all roads lead to Zanesville this Saturday night. I'm putting it on the line. I am a Buckeye by birth, Christian by the grace of God, and I am not going to let somebody from Pennsylvania come over here and run through me like x lax to a widow woman. If Shane <laughs> Douglas thinks it's going to be a night off, he has it all wrong. And if the people in Zanesville, the surrounding counties, even the folks in Columbus think this is just going to be another Saturday night, they're wrong because it's world classic professional big time wrestling featuring WWE network stars. A lot of guys that's upstart that do a great job. And I'm telling you right now, also featured on that, Chris, we're bringing something back from the past. It's a seven man. It's billed as the wildest and craziest match ever. It's a blindfold wrestle Royal and with seven guys are blindfolded in the ring. Now listen, anything can happen. These were done probably 15 years ago, and I don't know anyone that's done them since, but it's going to be something special. Also on the card, we've got Shauna, Shauna Reed, who is a Rookie of the Year. She's going to be facing one of ROH's wrestling stars, this girl, Thunder Kitty. As a matter of fact, they called her Miss Zanesville. She got mad. The mayor was going to give her the key to the city. She said no. She's really shown herself, and I don't know, Chris, if you know who Thunder Kitty is, but uh, she's an awesome, both girls are awesome wrestlers, and it's a six matches. It's going to be featured, like I said, we're really proud of the fact to have Road Warrior Animal, Legion of Doom, one of the greatest tag teams in professional wrestling, and not to mention the, the father of James Laurinaitis, who's a Buckeye standout. Yeah. But uh, we're going to be over there, Chris, in Zanesville, and we're excited about what's happening. The last time we were there was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And on that card, we put the poster up on our Facebook page. It was Jake the Snake Roberts. It was Abdullah the Butcher, Pat Tanaka, Buff Bagwell, and so many others. But this card that we're, we've got going in here, we're proud of the fact that uh, it's going to be an action-packed night of Fun for the whole family. And I'm going to tell you something, Chris. Something a little different in professional wrestling. It's heroes versus villains. Yes. 
good guys versus bad guys. And I want to tell you something right now. We just came off of having a great event at Union Oda High School in Chillicothe, and that was in December. We had Sting featured on the on the uh, event. We had 1,680 people there, loud, and I mean, just, it was heroes versus villains. The folks was going crazy, and uh, no doubt the same thing's going to happen this Saturday night in Zanesville. Anyone with an earshot of my voice, listen to this. I want you to come out. You're going to see a great night of wrestling action. Tickets are available at the uh, barn on on Linden Avenue at the fairgrounds office from 9 to 3 this week. And also by Chris, you know, on our Facebook page, we have a uh, link there where they can purchase their tickets online. Now, I've been talking a lot. I'm going to turn it back over to you, brother. Nice. Man, that's uh, that's awesome. Um, and, and please be sure to support. I'll be there. It's about a 45-minute drive from my house, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, I will be there just uh, as a proud wrestling fan and a journalist, uh, <laughs> both at the same time. Um, well, wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you, you said it's your Buckeye and a Christian, two things that I am proudly yes. <laughs> um, yeah. and, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, it's absolutely, I'm actually in ministry and, uh, and I am, uh, Columbus, Ohio, born and bred and a huge Buckeye fan. So, uh, I, I, am, uh, I am with you on that. You also I mentioned, uh, you also mentioned heroes and villains. I, I, I want to, uh, pick your brain on that for a bit, uh, because it seems as if, um, well, you mentioned blindfold match as well. The last blindfold match I remember was uh, 1991, uh, Jake Roberts against Rick Martel, WrestleMania 7. Uh, that was right. probably one of the most popular ones. Yeah, so uh, blindfold matches are indeed uh, something that uh, would be interesting to see, you know, uh, nearly 20 years later. Seven men, seven men. Seven yeah. men, not yeah. just two men. Yeah, seven, seven men. men. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you mentioned heroes and villains. Now, you're a legend in the business. You've been in the business for 40 years. And, cool. and and it's something that, you know, I've been watching wrestling for 30, over 30 years now. And it's something that, as a as a kid in the 80s, that, I was so used to just the larger-than-life feel of professional wrestling, the heroes versus the villains. You know, I, I, I watch wrestling all the time still. I follow it. I write about it. I get paid to write about it. But that's one of the biggest things that I criticize about modern-day wrestling as opposed to traditional wrestling, what people grew to love, just the larger in life, the characters, the heroes or villains. What would be your biggest critique as far as uh, the heroes versus villains missing element of modern-day wrestling? Well, I'm just going to tell you about my, about my company that you're going to come to see Saturday night. We major on everything the rest of the wrestling business minors on, meaning that we are not a sports entertainment company. We are a professional wrestling company. Now, at all, all of our events, we have people are standing, stomping, jumping, running, clapping, cheering, booing. You can watch any Monday Night Raw and not see that. You got kids running up to the wrestlers and uh, patting them on the back and going up close to the ring, I mean, even and smacking on the ring. And I mean, the thing of it is, it's just like any major sport. We, 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 they forgot the backbone. And the backbone is the 
wrestling fans for us is professional wrestling. And it's just like what's happening with NASCAR and so many other sports. It it all looks plastic to me. It all looks manufactured. And the passion is missing in it. And I'm going to just tell you, I tell everybody that when you don't have passion, then you're just going through the motions yeah. in anything. So when you're just going through the motions, the lack of passion, listen, a people's emotions is everything. Uh-huh. And listen to me. Back in the day when Jackie Fargo got beat up in Tennessee, and he said, I'll tell you what, Pally, I'm going to be down there in Memphis, Mid-South Coliseum on Monday night, and I'm going to get a hold of that jive turkey, and I'm going to work him over. The people went to see it because they had a vested interest. The vested interest was that they loved Jackie Fargo. Yes. Now, I'm not saying they don't love the wrestlers today, but there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect, and there's no connection. And see, it's just like when we go to our events, and I'm very proud of the company. It's a company that I started in 1977, and my father and I uh, kept it going. And then, and then I kind of slowed down when I got busy doing a bunch of other stuff. But I've started it again at, this, at the end here. And we're, 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 I'm really proud of it, Chris. Yeah. And I'm proud of the fact that we have, we have done events and every time people come up to us and say, you know what, this is what we're missing. Yeah. And here's the deal. The good guy comes from one side of the arena. The bad guy comes from the other side. Oh, of the arena. I, I love and the it's just like old West. Yes. It's just like old West. And <laughs> here they come and the people, man, are just exploding. Yeah. I mean, just going, ooh, 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 oh, they can't wait. When it's, when it's like that, that's the way it is, and the people want that. Yes. Look, when I go to the magic show, I don't want I don't want to see all the magic tricks. And when I went to see Santa Claus, you know, Chris, I went to see Santa Claus this year. And I walked into the mall, and there sat a jolly man, heavy, with a red suit on and a big white beard, and he had on a hat in black boots and a big belt, and he went, ho, 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 when I went up to him, when I sat on my sat on his back, he went, oh, no, but listen, Chris, it wasn't a guy 130 pounds. It wasn't a guy in a pair of blue jeans sitting in that chair. It wasn't a guy uh, not dressed accordingly. It was a man dressed in his outfit. Now, listen, the spirit of Santa Claus is real. But we know that there's someone in that seat. But we still, our kids still love to go see Santa Claus. And he has an influence on their life. It's just like me, for example, way back in 1983, Tommy and I was in Tennessee. And this lady came to me and she said, listen, my boy's not doing good in school. I need someone to talk to him. I am afraid that he is headed down the wrong path in life. Now, I didn't get a chance to talk to him, but this is how strange life is and how good God is. Chris, listen, we were wrestling in Tennessee. It was a regional organization. But for some reason, TPS had come to Nashville and asked to do an interview with Tommy and I. Well, in this interview, I mentioned that woman and that little boy. It was played on a Sunday morning, TBS Superstation, not during wrestling, during a news segment. 
that little boy was listening to that. Because he came to me and he said, it's strange, but listen, it's strange, but I knew he was talking about me because my, my mom said, and I, and I, we talked to him, but what I was getting ready to say this, as the American dream said, baby, yeah. the heroes are gone. <laughs> and he said, I'm bringing you the need you want. I'm bringing you the want you need. I'm bringing you the American dream. Listen, in the spirit of the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, when we have a wrestling event, world-class professional, big-time wrestling, it is the spirit of those who walk before us. We listen. If we don't take care of the wrestling business, the wrestling business will not take care of us, and that's one thing that's not being taught today. Amen. I know, I know Vince and them are, are big time over the top and this and that, but I, I, I guarantee you one thing right now. If I had his billions, I would be a lot further down the road than where he's at, and a lot more people would be watching my TV program on Monday night mm -hmm. since he's the only act in the country. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I like it, man. Amen to that. Yeah, I, you know, there's so much that you said that I agree with, man, just as far as just the – I mean, great story, by the way. Um, and I think that – you know, and I think and I think professional wrestling – I think, you know, as far as an analysis from, from where I stand, just watching every week and, and watching it, you know, 20, 30 years ago, right. is, that, is that the kid, the little kid still wants – what happened in the 80s and the, in the early 90s that, that little kid yeah. still wants that you know what i mean that never yeah. changes and i think no. that the problem is is that characters aren't being built to make that 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 kid want to emulate or want to be like some i remember when i was a kid you know Sting was my all-time favorite wrestler. Right. Of course, Hulk Hogan. Okay. I was a huge right. Road Warrior fan. I played right. I played football and, and and would pretend that I you know my shoulder pads were spiked. Yeah, and that's and, and and here's the thing. Wrestling is I always say wrestling is about. 70% of what happens outside of the ring and 30% of what happens inside the ring. You know, 70, right. the, the outside of the ring is the character development, the mic right. work, the promo classes, the, the emulating the character. And I think, you know, it's one of the biggest things I believe that, that the, the WWE is missing. And, and fans who've been watching for so long, they want that back. I don't care if you're a kid or an adult. So I, I applaud you, man, for, for just having us – restore, you know, what wrestling is all about. Sure. And, you know, I'm hearing it everywhere. And as a matter of fact, at the event I was at in December that we had, the principal of the school walked up. He said, listen, you've got residual business. Because here's what's happening, Chris. Mom and dad and grandpa and grandma are bringing their little nine-year-olds and five, seven, eight, ten-year-olds, eleven-year-olds to watch what they watched when they were kids. Mm -hmm. And it is introducing them to our style of wrestling. And so one day, guess what will happen? Those kids will bring their kids, almost like the circus thing. And while I'm speaking of it, I want to just shift the gear real quick. Why don't the people wear outfits and nice jackets to the ring right. and stuff like that? Right. And I mean, these... these they don't do that anymore. I mean, you go to the circus, it's all about, and you look at the old wrestling, and I'm talking about even the 50s, everybody had a rain jacket. Everybody looked like somebody. And years ago, they told me, they said, Chris, 
They said this. They said, when you, when you, people's not going to pay to see someone that looks like them. Yes. And I remember when I was a young kid and I went, my dad took me to Dayton Air Arena and I seen the wrestling boots. I was in amazement. I was wanting to go to the roller skate rink and hook those wheels yeah. and use those as wrestling boots. I mean, <laughs> because it wasn't something that you could buy. Right. Now, I could buy a pair of work boots anywhere, but wrestling boots, I could not buy. And that's part of the 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 allure is the outfit. When we could you imagine us going to the Buckeyes game and they were wearing blue jeans out there? <laughs> could you imagine what that'd be like? Normal in motorcycle helmets. <laughs> just normal. Just it was not larger in life. Not something spectacular or super. Just normal and average, and nothing I would invest yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Look, when you're a when you're a when you're a professional football player, you wear a football uniform. Mm-hmm. When you're a professional baseball player, you wear a baseball uniform. When you're a hockey player, you wear a hockey uniform. When you're a jockey, you got a uniform. When you're a professional wrestler, you should have a certain style and stuff that people want to see that's the glitz and the glamour. You know, I'll tell you something I haven't told anybody ever before, but Paul Bosch, Walpole Curry and Frankie Curry were in Columbus, Ohio years ago, and I, I, I was 16 wrestling Walpole Curry and Frankie Curry. As a matter of fact, Frankie Curry took me to the WWWF when I was young, and I wrestled on television, which you can go to YouTube, and watch Bob Fulton versus Steve Travis. Now, you wouldn't think that's me in a million years, but that is me. I'm Bruno Sammartino, and Vince is doing the commentating, but what I was getting ready to tell you was this. Paul Bosch told Tommy and I, he said, I wished that when you took off the tuxes that you had something that kept you with your gimmick, more or less. So with that being said, I mean, we always just wrestled a pair of shorts wrestling tights and stuff like that. But what I'm saying is that, uh, that, uh, you know, uh, I wish the guys, I mean, it's okay to have a couple guys not wear whatever, but for the most part, and they do on WWE, but now you go to these independent wrestling shows and these guys are wearing work boots and, uh, all of them, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to even go there because it's like I explained to somebody the other day, there's WWE sports entertainment. There's professional wrestling, and then there's another level. And that's just the way it is, brother. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Absolutely. Wow. Man, uh, let us know uh, where we can find you on social media and, how, once again, how people can get those tickets. Man, I, I have to bring you back on for part two. There's so much to get into yep. Uh, yep. as far as just your wrestling career. Just got so many questions. Uh, but, yeah, just let everybody know about the event again, and we'll bring you back for part two. Yep. January 14th is Saturday night, live in living color. World Classic Professional Big Time Wrestling. Major League Professional Wrestling at its very best. Muskegon County Fairgrounds. It's at the Veterans Complex building. Road Warrior Animal. Franchise Shane Douglas. Fantastic Bobby Fulton. Live Wire Sean Casey. War Eagle. Robbie Starr. Uh, Thunder Kitty. Six big matches in all. I want the folks to come on out. They can like us on World Classic Professional Big Time Wrestling uh, Facebook. And they get information there on how to buy tickets, upcoming events, so on and so forth. Chris, 
We are truly blessed, men, and highly favored of the Lord. Amen. And God bless you that you have 250 more. And I'm so thankful to be a part of uh, Power Slams, brother, and Pancakes. Man, wow, I've had such a pleasure interviewing for you this 20 minutes, man. I'm looking forward to part two, man. I, I, I appreciate your insight. I appreciate your godly encouragement, man. It's been such a pleasure. Thanks, man. God bless. Take care. You too. Thank you. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, wow, 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 what a way to start off and kick off episode 250 of the Pancakes and Power Slam show by having one of the most electrifying interviews that I've had in 250 episodes. Absolutely incredible. Fantastic. Bobby Fulton, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. We got so much to cover tonight, so without, without further ado. Listen, this is 250 episodes. What a monumental night this is. It's going to be so much fun, so much excitement. And we got Bobby Fulton. We have Bobby Fulton, but uh, there's so much more. And let's bring on the let's bring on the guest host for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. What a way to celebrate 250. I could not do it any better. I could not pick anyone different. Then my boy, my guy, none other from Under the Mat Radio, I present to you tonight, Evan Tech. Proud, how are you tonight, sir? Hey, what's going on, man? How you feeling? I'm doing good, man. I heard uh, your voice isn't the best tonight. Yeah, I'm a little, little under the weather, but you know, as they say, the show must go on. That's absolutely so, right, I did, <clears throat> did, my, did my show earlier. Uh, as, as they say, as Christians, we have to keep on uh, travailing and uh, keep on pressing. There you so go. I pressed and did my show. And then, of course, you know, what one missed this for the world at all. So, man, I appreciate that, man. Uh, 250 episodes, man. I'm pretty excited about that. Oh yeah, 250 and counting. Yes, sir. 250 um, entertaining episodes. Can't say can't say the same about Monday Night Raw. <laughs> uh, I've been, I've, I've been going on now four four years of me this year, and I, I know I'm well over 250. But I, mm-hmm. you know, I lost count honestly. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Like you said, congrats, man. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, the, it's I haven't uh, I haven't missed an episode. I, I started in April of 2012. I've not missed a week uh, since. So this is the 250th straight week. Pancakes and Power Slam show since uh, 2012. I'll be it'll be five years for me in April of 2012. So I'm just uh, it's a monumental night for me. And uh, man, I'm ready to have some fun. You ready to get in these two these headlines? Oh yeah, we can. No problem. All right, here we go. Responsible for my geef. I, because of Wendy's, they have promoted me to delete the other restaurants and make them obsolete. What are your thoughts on Matt Hardy spreading to Wendy's? <coughs> I love it, man. I love it. Uh... <laughs> no, it gave me gave me a reason to want to eat Wendy's again. I haven't eaten Wendy's in yeah. a while. 
Seeing as how yeah. Wendy's for some reason doesn't have doesn't have a dollar menu, but uh, yeah, no breakfast all here in the states. <clears throat> no, no breakfast, no dollar menu. Now say fried chicken no more. Oh wow! But yeah, it used to sell fried chicken back in the day. Oh wow! Yeah, I, yeah. Well, you know they um they bought they bought churches I believe a while ago. Um, oh really? Yeah, yeah. If, if I'm not mistaken, when I was doing some research. I think it was churches that they bought uh, chicken. So yeah, I guess that's where they you know took the fried chicken too. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's uh, I love Wendy's. Uh, I love Wendy's. Uh, you know, I'm born and raised in Columbus, and that's where Wendy's was founded. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's 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 great stuff, man. I, I really enjoy. Um, I really enjoy just <clears throat> just Wendy's, but you know, my biggest criticism would be the the no breakfast. You know, I think. Just as far as the trendy, from what I heard, uh, 2007 they launched it in Canada, but for some reason, ten, ten years later, never got an opportunity to to, to translate or, or to come over to to the states uh, where you and I reside. But yeah, I mean, other than that, you know, I, I like food. Uh, I, I'm not a a big fast food hamburger guy. I haven't ate. Uh, I, I used to eat their double stacks a lot, but I haven't ate uh, fast food hamburgers in, in quite some time, but their chicken is fantastic. I just had Wendy's yesterday, actually, and to be honest with you, this this actually made me want to go to Wendy's yesterday because uh, not only that, but just the <laughs> just the trolling that Wendy's do, and it's, it's yes. so funny. Uh, their Twitter account is probably one of the best business Twitter accounts I've ever seen, uh, because not only the the Matt Hardy thing, but they they post so many Randy Savage gifts. Uh, I just when I was writing my piece on yeah. the Inquisitor, I just went down you know months uh, of, of Twitter responses, and there were at least a half a dozen Randy Savage gifts. That was, I mean, I I just think it's so hilarious, and I just Twitter just gained a fan of me. Yeah, <clears throat> now I'm the same yeah, way. I've been I haven't ate at Wendy's um in about a few months. I'm not not the biggest fast food eater, right? But you know, if I do want a quality burger, you know, between you know McDonald's, the mystery meat of McDonald's, and Burger King, which is okay, and then Checkers and Dairy Queen. I had to say, you know, uh, Wendy's a fan of definitely. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but, and and absolutely. you know, their their fries their fries have improved. Yeah, you know, I give it to oh, their yeah, fries but, better. Yeah, but, so, their, I, their I, I love their, their Twitter. Improved. Yeah, yeah, I, I love their Twitter. Their Twitter page, the Randy Savage gift, yeah. the, the Matt Hardy, uh, <laughs> the Matt Hardy trolling customers. It's, it's, it's hilarious, man. Uh, I love it. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Seth Rollins are expected to debut new theme music. Uh, there was uh, there was probably about a fifteen or so uh, uh, snippet that uh, I posted on Inquisitor, um, and it was through uh, Downstate uh, Facebook, the rock band that uh, has also done uh, radio by Dolph, uh, by Zach Ryder, and also uh, both I Am Perfection and Here to Show the World of uh, of Dolph Ziggler. Um, you know, they're not they're not a John Johnston or not a CFOs, you know, the the, the two 
uh, the, the the 80s and 90s, you know, person of the right. WWE, and then of course CFOs. Uh, they they've been doing stuff for about five years now. Um, and they've done dozens of of, of the newer uh, NXT and WWE music that we hear. Uh, Downstate have done a few artists, uh, a few a few wrestlers, but but not much. But uh, from from what uh, I heard, they're they're doing a redesign, rebuild, reclaim type of uh, song. I think it'll help Rollins. I think his, you know, there's there's something missing with Rollins as far as a, a big, a, a kind of a big name or a large in life character. I think Bobby Fulton said it so perfectly as far as just the lack of characters that WWE is building over the past, you know, ten years or so. But uh, I think this song could help him out. I think I think having a lyric, you know, you know, a lot of times having those lyrics to your songs like Real American uh, and the Rock song, even if it's the Rock says, you know what I mean? Uh, it, it helps your your character because we all know the theme music is so pivotal when it comes to really defining a character. Yeah, it does. Don't forget American Made, Hogan. Don't oh. say that was a better thing, WCW. <laughs> Did you uh, really? I don't get hate mail for that. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I, I was, Real American was just, just Real American's a great thing, but you know, and me being a fellow musician myself, I'm playing music for about fifteen years. It's, Real American's great, but you know, it was just beating your head so much as a four kid. It was Real American, uh-huh. American, and Hogan. So American made to me just had more of a. I mean, when, when you listen to it, it's more of an edgy sound, um, uh, you know, more yeah. of a realistic sound than American than American made. Which, like I said, I don't dislike Real American, but. I just kind of like American made a little more, even though it still was the, the kind of cheesy, uh, um, kind of you know, I saw you know, the nineties was was kind of cheesy, oh yeah, kinda, you know, uh, kind of music. But um, that's just, like I said, that's just my opinion. I don't hate real American, but I just like American made a little better. But yeah, uh, yeah, Rollins is um, <clears throat> who who would have thought? Out of the three show members, that Rollins would be the one that just has that one thing missing, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, he was he was the golden boy, you know. He's with he's with the Authority and Triple H, and he got the first major push. And then mm-hmm. Reigns is Reigns, and he is you know big. He's the next big baby face at the Four Kids Cena, and then of course Ambrose is going right on SmackDown. They like said Reigns is just something's missing, and he he needs new themes. I never liked the themes to begin with. It just sounds like a basic B-list action movie riff, yep. and it yep. doesn't give any identity. And 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 not to say honestly for the same with Ambrose, they all sound similar. Like oh, what, yeah. what what does the theme? <clears throat> you hear a theme song is supposed to incorporate the person's character, even mm-hmm. if it doesn't have lyrics. It's supposed to feel it. You're supposed to feel it. Like okay, that's them. Rollins is like, Absolutely. what is this? It's just basic action movie <laughs> you know you yeah. hear from credit so I think that um, a new theme would help him I do know uh, the legit sources within E that I know he's been working on a new finisher for the past couple months on live events please give him a new finisher that pedigree oh, yeah. I said you're too small <clears throat> I say give him the give him the, the curb stomp back and just give him the knee I mean you legit yeah. seen his he, he's a small like guy. He's right. Yeah, I like the yeah. I like the knee, but I like here's the thing. I like the frog splash though. I don't like the 
frog flesh. It's, it's been done too much. I started yeah. to see the cake for me. Yeah, but he, I, I agree with that, unfortunately, you know, because it, it should not be a signature move. It should be a finisher. But I think he does. But I, the frog splash to me is like the, the, the quintessential baby face move. And I think that he does it. I mean, his elevation is really good. I think he does it pretty good. And I think based on the move set that he has now, I think the the uh, the actual frog splash actually helps him. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, we both know that both music and finishers really help define a character. The pedigree you, is a right. horrible choice for Seth Rollins. Um you know, the curb stomp is more of a heelish move, so I, I think it's one of those is one of those things that it's time to. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I just I just think it I think it's it's time to really change that. Well, what about to to what about that Phoenix thing. splash, that that twisting uh, splash thing he did with the shield that he only do at WrestleMania each year. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's too much. I mean, too much. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, like you yeah. l- let's think about the '80s and the '90s. Like, you know, who had the most? Uh, who had who had the the less simplest, the more the most complex finishing move in the '90s? I mean, Hogan had a leg drop. Uh, Piper yeah, had, had a sleeper. Rude had a neck breaker. Sting you know. had the death drop, but it was all simple. Right, right. right. Sharpshooter, right. Taker with Luke, yeah, I mean, you think of like the Teamstone and the Torture Rack was, <laughs> and that was like <laughs> the two most complex. Right, because it took exactly. a little longer to do. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's a good point. Uh, Rude Awakening yeah, I mean, was basic, a... but it took a while. Right. Uh, unless, else? You count the, unless you count the heart punch that Crush did for like a month, but you know. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty simple though. <laughs> yeah, the heart punch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody had simple finishers because it was again. It goes back to wrestling wasn't about all. I mean, what was in the ring? That's because you know that's the reason why all the finishers were so simple because it wasn't about. You know, Phoenix splashes and four fifties, and you know, uh, red arrows. You know what I mean? It wasn't all about that, but you know, six twenty splashes. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, um, the 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 frog splash came from um, oh goodness, what's his name? He died in his twenties. D'Lo and Eddie Guerrero um, uh, inspired. Yes, Art Barry, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah he, 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 you know, originated the Frog Splash, and that was in the early 90s. So, you know, that was a bit more complex, you know, uh, the, the Frog Splash and how he did it. Was, he, I mean, he used to tuck, and he, he did a fantastic job. But he was still, I mean, he was still a, a mid-carter. You know what I mean? Like Randy Savage, right. you know, with the, with the top rope elbow, you know that that probably would be you know classified as complex. You know back in the back in the nineties, but you know Shawn Michaels had a super kick. It, it 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 has to be a catchy finisher that people uh, can can still be in awe. It can be kind of be caught in any spot. 
You know what I mean? Because with Hogan, you had the leg first. You know what I mean? And then, and then the big boot. Uh, but we don't see that anymore. It's just you know. Uh, I, I, my hope you know, is that Seth uh, Rollins gets a, a finisher a finishing move that gives him an opportunity to, uh, w- w- with the music, to to be more catchy and, and fit more of a babyface role. Yeah, I, I agree with that. He's he yeah. he's okay on the mic. Uh, um, just okay he, for now. Yeah, yeah. He, he's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just okay for me, yeah. Um, he's okay. He could be worse. Yeah, he could be worse, but he's got some work to do. Certainly on the mic. I mean, he could be. Uh, he could be Reigns. Yeah, he could be Roman Reigns, but he's I don't think him. Reigns is that bad on the mic. I think he's grown. I think he's grown leaps and bounds. He's grown, uh, but his catchphrase is, is so so. Uh, it's, it's it's so generic. Believe that. That's something you hear like see by the bell episodes like the late eighties, early nineties. <laughs> it's like, come on, like you can't you you can't come up with something better than that. He has the look. He, he's already you know, he's in the Samoan family, even though contrary to popular belief, he's not affiliated with the same Samoan tribe as the Rock, even though right. they're kinda of, they're kinda of related, but it's more like distant instead of mm-hmm. close. But but yeah, like you said, it's a generation, I don't want people to think me and you fellas don't uh, killing the, the modern day fans. Kind of we're a little older school, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I like so I like Reigns. Uh, you know he has the look. Uh, his in ring style is, is typical WWE. Um, just they believe that it's just just doesn't it's, to me is just so borderline generic. Yeah. So uh, so um, after school special. <laughs> at the school special type stuff, but it, it fit. Sometimes it's the basic stuff. Who, who would have thought what was going to take off for yes, 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 and no. Yep, that's but, true. Um, yeah, like I said, I like Rollins. I just, I just hope he just finds that 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 one thing a new finisher. And, oh yeah. Um, and and almost he shouted to you when we talked about Neville. I saw last night he uh, used the rings of Saturn. So I actually yes. talked for that. So you know what? Me and Featherstone just talked about that. Where yes. uh which that move hasn't been well, technically Batista did it briefly called the Batista bite, but no one counts that. Right. Um Batista's too darn big to be put somebody in a submission hold. And the thing is they tried <clears throat> yeah, Corey Graves said rings of Saturn and then Michael Cole was a bit reluctant to say it. I, I peep right. that. I, I noticed. I noticed yeah. that little subtlety, where Michael Cole was reluctant to say "Rings of Saturn," but Corey was, like, "Hey, Rings of Saturn." He said it a couple times, actually. So, <laughs> and then Michael Cole, yeah, it was the you Rings know, of kind of said it afterwards. It, even though, even though technically, you know, being of course my name I've had for twenty some odd years, it technically is a variation of it. You know, uh, Saturn never did lock the head. Um, well, I used to wrestle. No, he never did lock the head. And right, pull them back to the derivative of the rings, yeah. but like you said, it's Saturn made them more popular. So regardless, it's going to be the rings of Saturn, which I think is, is right. Kind of show. You don't you don't see it done much. Um, even India, a lot of indie guys barely see it, and even in Japan, mm-hmm. um, in the Japanese don't use it as much. Yeah, so, Tommaso uh, Ciampa used it for a while. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to him mm-hmm. and his uh, it's a lot of mask he used, kind of like the MFD mask. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Easter Eve's coming out. Yep. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so we got Raversine, Rick Root, and DDP uh, uh, slated to go to the Hall of Fame finally for Rick Root. I mean, I think DDP certainly deserves it as well. Um, but finally for Rick Root, finally, finally, finally. Uh, I mean, he is long overdue to be in the Hall of Fame. And I'm, I think these are, I mean, listen, based on these two, if these two are the undercard, it should be a really, really good Hall of Fame coming up. Yeah, I, I, I can't say before getting any details. I, I did speak with Dallas DDP yesterday. Um, so uh, just waiting for the official announcement. So it's, it's, it's a matter of weeks that they're, they're going to announce it. Um, Rude, I, I, I mean, I've always loved Rude. I remember I, I just used this trivia for um, a page. And I said, uh, you know, what was what, what was the original Rude Awakening? So I was like, the original. I'm like, yeah, the original Rude Awakening was DDT. He's mm-hmm. just he's the basic DDT in the NWA with him and Manny Fernandez. He looks so ugly. He got like the '80s wrestling. <laughs> so he used a netbreaker. <laughs> and and he, when he went to WWF, uh, he didn't even use the netbreaker. He was using the the Argentine backbreaker that Morocco used to use. Yep. Kind of like you put them up like the Dominator because I still got the program. But, man, I love Rude, man. I love DDP, too. Um, Rude was always one of my favorite villains. Um, and, uh, yes, I, I do. I like both his themes, WCW, WWF. But, um, oh, yeah. It, it's sad, man, that you know some of the legends we grew up with are now passed on. And just to imagine if he was still alive and just imagine the Hall of Fame speech. And you got to think who's going to really induct him. You know, his close friend, Hennon's gone. Yeah, he's um, gone. So you just got to think who's going to induct um, him. Um, I mean, Jake would be a good one, but he's inducting. Uh, and now I can guarantee you that, I Rick? guarantee you they're not going to call, they're not going to call up Manny Fernandez. Oh, no, no. Yeah, he's too vocal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've listened to I've listened to an interview or three of him, and uh, yeah, 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 he, he's he's sure not he's surely not going to get the the call. Uh, uh, Paul Jones is he still is he still alive? Uh, I think Paul Paul Jones. I, I don't know if he is. I I, I could get one of my people yeah. to check. Yeah, yeah, he's still living. He's still living. I don't Good know his job. health, but uh, yeah, born in 1942, 75. Years, he'll be 75 years old this year. Wow. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Paul <laughs> Jones was, was the man with uh, uh, feeding with uh, Boogie Woogie, Jimmy Valiant. Jimmy Valiant. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I um pretty uh, if you know if he's in good shape. You know, hey, why not? I think uh, I think it'll be pretty good to uh, to have him, you know, on there. If if so, um, uh, I think he he's a good choice. Um, like I said, he can't do Jake because Jake's going to induct DDP. Um, what other? Hmm, I don't know. What I don't know. I can't think of any other uh, people who he's been so much with. You know what I mean? Like. You got you got Paul Jones, um, Manny's a no. Um, that, uh, I, if you wanted to, I mean, Rick, Sting. Manny, Ricky Steamboat. Well, yeah, you Steamboat. Sting. 
Yeah. Steamboat, Sting. Vader. Um, oh, well. Vader. Yeah, yeah Vader, no. Yeah. Um, Vader will probably yeah, be I mean, in. He'll probably get a duck. Yeah, Vader yeah, Vader be in. Um, yeah. Hey, you know, like you said, you can use Sting as Steamboat. Um, yeah. You know, I know Sting, him and Sting had a great feud, and then they had the yeah. Roots last match um, in, in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anybody, you know, just watch that match, that, that, that back injury. Man, yeah, um, <clears throat> I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. When he yeah, dived on tough, him, it's tough, man. Yeah, he can't get Warrior because Warrior's gone. Him and Warrior had that feud. He and he can't talk anymore. So, right. like you said, it's bad that a lot of people that um uh that that was around Rude. Uh, I know Austin. Um, uh, him and Austin was pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Um, too, unless you want to bring up Austin, but yeah, sad to say you bring in yeah. certain. Oh well, how about Heyman? Dangerous Alliance. Oh yeah, yeah. That was yeah. that was a great, that was a uh, great stable too. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, Arn Anderson, oh, yeah. Um, Heyman, uh, Anderson, yeah. Heyman, yeah, think, Eaton. Yeah, I think Heyman's. I think the I think Heyman's the way to go. Yeah, I definitely think I definitely think that's uh that's the way to go with uh with Rude. All right, so let's get into this. Uh, Dixie Carter resigns from the, the his, her chair position uh, in TNA. Um, praise the Lord. I mean, the, the writing was on the wall uh, with this. Yeah, and, praise um, the Lord. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was about time. Yeah, it, it, I, you know, so many people with uh, with nine lives and. Um, yeah, it was it was it was it was time for 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 her to go ahead and step down. Uh, I just want to know what, what what species of bird that is on the new Impact logo. Yeah, oh goodness. What the hell? Yeah, what, that was. Know, what was that? Well, I had that somebody sent that to me, and I'm like, what is that? A bird? Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's absolutely horrible. It's. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, it, it's, it's when it says anthem on the bottom too, so it's like <laughs> right. Oh uh, yeah, it's, hey, it's. You remember that bird? Remember Conan the Barbarian cartoon back in the nineties? Mm-hmm. And it was that bird that used to fly around at the beginning of the um, cartoon. That's what the bird reminds me of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it, it, it's. It's pretty. It's pretty bad. And, and if that's if that's a uh, if that's a, a sign of of what we're going to see with uh, uh, with TNA as as a whole, I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be pretty tough. <laughs> Definitely pretty am, tough. Am, am I correct that getting some word that D let hard both parties go? Is that correct? Or is Hardy still with them? Um, I think their their contract uh, ends next month in February. Actually, um, they've been well. They've been doing some ROH stuff. They they they've been feeding with the with the Bucks of Young. Yes. So <laughs> and um, so you know they they they've. They, they, I mean, they, they're they're going to get dates. I mean, they, they, you know, that's no issue at all with the Hardys. But um, yeah, I mean, if here's the thing, from 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 what I know, uh, it's 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 certainly going to be, um, it, it's it, it's it's certainly going to be, uh, uh, 
breaking up. A little feather snow, you still there? So, uh, yeah, it, it's it's going to be tough uh, for 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 um, uh, for for the Hardys, but we'll see. Uh, it, if they're gone, I mean TNA has has lost quite a bit, uh, and and I, and I really really hope that um, somehow they figure it out because I think. TNA is so good for them because I don't think because the thing is you know there is more creative control with them in TNA, uh, but with WWE you already know Hunter and, and Vince they're going to have their hands all in the 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 hard man broken you know cookie jar. And it's going to really diminish, you know, the, the the zest of the the Hardys, the broken Hardys. Right. Yeah. Well, agree, so Ryback lashes out again on his uh, pot. Go ahead. I said, yeah, unless they they can give give him creative control like like Jericho has. Um, uh, I, I hope they do. I hope they do not go to WWE. Let them stay in TNA or ROH or what yeah. Indies. And according yeah. to some people. If you're on a certain level, you make more money on the indies than in WWE. Mm-hmm. If you book, oh, yeah. If you, if you manage yourself right. Yeah, I mean, uh, Matt Hardy's been very, you know, vocal about that. There's been a lot of times where he's tweeted, um, he's tweeted that, you know, how much uh, it, he's money he's got. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see where it goes. But you know, I, I truly believe if if they if they Get rid of the Hardys. I mean, that would just be bad news. Yeah. So, so Ryback. Speaking of getting rid of WWE, got rid of Ryback. He lashes out again on his podcast about uh, John Cena having a uh, bearing young talent. Uh, <laughs> you know, he mentioned uh, um, Alex Riley, and you know, a lot of people criticize uh, Ryback for for what he's doing. Uh, but you know, and I'm one of those. You know, it's one of those things that it's 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 juicy to hear. You know, he it's it's hard to get through one of his podcasts though without uh, you know putting putting my censors up. But uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it's interesting. It's interesting stuff to 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 hear about because I can see so much validity in what he's saying though. I mean, I, I certainly can w- without question. Uh, because we, uh, like I said, I, I wrote about him on the Inquisitor. I, I mentioned Bray Wyatt. I mean, he went against he went against Bray Wyatt and uh, uh, Rusev in consecutive WrestleManias, and he did not let one of them go over on him. Right. Is <clears throat> I, I agree with you, Feather Stone, on um, and and uh, you know, if I had time later, I'll. I'll, I'll quick rant about everybody and their mother and their cousin and, and baby sister having podcasts now. But um Yeah. Yeah, what Ryback is saying does have validity. It's we joked about it on my show of the Cena curse. It's you have a young star and even go back to Omaga. The Omaga, you know, the late Omaga is yep. you have a hill. Bobby Lashley. He hill. He, he, yeah, yeah, he's strong. Or a face, and once he hit that Cena wall, Captain Four Kids, they're done. Omaga, mm-hmm. remember, he had a pinfall victory over Triple H, over the bylaws. Yeah. We call them the bylaws, over the bylaws <laughs> on Raw, and he was yeah. over. 
and then it was that rumble with that that good last man standing match at the rumble, and after he lost to Cena, he went down. Lastly, yep. same thing. Rusev, yep. same thing. Uh, uh, who's the other person you mentioned? Ryback, same thing. Bray Wyatt, same thing. And these guys need one time. He buried the whole Nexus. Yeah, yeah, we buried. Oh gosh, buried the Nexus. <laughs> these guys need one time. Got a pinfall victory over Cena, especially when you got Rusev, who okay, heavenly that Mania five, but you could have gave him a clean pinfall victory at the mm. next pay per view, whatever it was called, or the pay per view before, or have him get some kind of win on. You know, I don't count Raw SmackDown. You getting the up and up because you know how WWE be writing that stuff, right? But, and it's said that that happens, and on the contrary, you have Kevin Owens beat Cena. AJ Styles comes in, beat Cena three times. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the parallel. But, of, but here's the thing, though: who won that feud with Cena and Owens, though? And it did with Cena. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, so, I mean, with the exception of with the exception of AJ Styles, I mean, he let Ambrose beat him on SmackDown, but just like you said, I mean, that's just, I mean, that's, that's forgettable. You know, what I mean, um, other than other than AJ Styles, you know, it's it's hard it's hard to really look at anyone. You know, what I mean, it's it, it's really hard to 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 think about any person who John Cena has actually let. You know, win a few. I can't. I can't think I mean, of anybody like a young star. You know, other than and the thing is, you can't really count AJ Styles as a young star because he's he's, he's the same forever. as he's seen it. He's been around forever. Which and he's been, you right. wouldn't have known he's, that he's, because he's wrestled longer. You wouldn't have known that mm-hmm. if the the way he was doing the promo was seen as acting like he was brand new, didn't right. know who he was. I'm like, dude, y'all the same right. age. You've been in the business about the same year and. I mean, no, no short to Cena being probably the top four or three most profitable wrestlers in the business, top five. Mm-hmm. You know, with Rock Hogan, Austin, Cena. I mean, uh, Styles been around the world like you have. You know, yep. like he told me, he wrestled at multiple Russell Kingdoms around the world. So, like you said, uh, you know, besides AJ, it's no young star has gotten over on Cena. Baron Corbin tonight right. just lost mad quick on SmackDown to Cena. Right. It's like, you, you, the only people that Cena has lost to, you can't count because he was already basically legendary WWE guys. Triple H, Shawn Michaels. You know? Yeah. You can't, he, Big Show hasn't yeah. even beat him. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he I can't, like I said, I can't think of anybody who has allowed, I mean, who he's allowed, you know, to really beat him, you know, other than AJ recently. Uh, but, you know, like like we both oh, said. There's I mean, another they, name. There's another that? name, but they're family members. Daniel Bryan. Yep. <laughs> but you don't count that because he's brother-in-laws. All right. <clears throat> That's about it. Yeah. Yep. Very true, man. Very, very true. Sad, sad state, man. It's a very, very sad state. But, uh, you know, hopefully, um, you know, ho- hopefully that changes. You know, hopefully that, uh, you know, Cena is indeed um, <laughs> on his way out and uh, we can actually have, 
you know, people like Baron Corbin actually win matches against, you know, people in main events instead of going against uh, John Cena. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about that with SmackDown. Um, yeah. So, uh, so let's, let's talk about Kimbrell for just a little bit. So, um, for those under a rock, uh, you, you know, this is, we, I'm deciding to talk about this on my show tonight because this is uh transcendent, um, uh, far beyond the gospel circuit uh, to be uh, one of the most trendiest topics the past couple of weeks. And I, I've made Facebook live videos about it. I've, I've you know, uh, been a part of, I've led a, a small group that was on Facebook live for an hour and a half about it. So um, there's, there's much to say, but I've said so much. So uh, I'll leave it in your hands uh, to talk about it. Uh, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, Tech? Evan, are you there? Okay. Uh, looks like we're having some uh, technical difficulties as soon as uh, Kimberell <laughs> talk <laughs> comes up. Uh, yeah, there's some <clears throat> back in, but yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Um, we'll get to that. Also talked about Raw and the Raw review um, yesterday uh, on the show, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, so you know it, it's one of those things. Uh, but yeah, we we got to Evan back on the line. Uh, what are your thoughts on Kim Burrell? It's so ironic that we start speaking on Kim Burrell and the phone is and your phone dropped exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. Um, as, as I say, this is you know speaking as myself as Evan and um, even even as a, a show name tech is that you know us being. As being, you know, men of God and being Christians, um, you know, we we have to support one another in our Christian faith. You know, we have to uh, support one another. Um, And, you know, in the world that we live in, of course, in the Word of God, it it talked about how in this world, good will be looked at as evil, evil will be looked at as good. So you have a, a woman who's a you know, uh, um, famous gospel singer um, who's won awards, who also is a minister of the gospel, and who she is preaching in a church in Houston, Texas. The reason why I'm breaking all this down for anybody listening live or that will listen to the archives is the reason. She's a minister, she's a Christian minister, and she's preaching a sermon in a church. All of that coincides into religion, religion-based. Now, us being Christians, <clears throat> we always see Christianity as a way of life. The world will put us in the bubble of a religion. With her doing that, it's something called the First Amendment. Because there were 12 amendments, the First Amendment talks about religious freedom. So you have the freedom, being a citizen of the United States, your thoughts and your feelings, and you be able to speak your beliefs, We lose again. <laughs> be a tent, rather be a mosque, or I have I have I have friends of multiple religious faiths. I have friends that are agnostics. I have friends that are that are that are atheists. Um, very well versed. If I just don't know, we talked recently off air. Uh, very well versed in theology of other religions as well. 
but she was within her constitutional rights, being a minister of the Word of God, preaching in a sermon in the church. And she said that homosexuality was a sin. She didn't get any weight to it. She just said it was a sin, which God said in his word it is. Now, people going to say, well, is it fornication a sin? Is it lying a sin? All of those are sins. But keep in context, we're talking about homosexuality. That's what she spoke against. Right. She said that it was a perverted, a perverted, that was her words. It's in the Bible. Now, she didn't say she hated homosexuality. She didn't say homosexuals should go to hell. Those things are hate speeches. She didn't say any of that. She said it was a sin. That's what the Bible says. It says in the Word of God, just as she spoke on it as a minister, so it was nothing against the law for that. And because she did it, and because of the PR, because she did the song with Pharrell, and because he was supposed to go on Ellen that upcoming week, of course, because of the PR with the movie and Hollywood got scared, he started blowing it up. Uh, Kimberell said this against homosexuality. Well, yeah, she said it because it's against us. It's against our beliefs as Christians to live in that same light of you being engaging in a sexual relationship or a quote what you call union relationship with the same sex. No, we don't agree with that. No, we don't hate those who do it, but it's just not our belief. Right. And the fact that she's getting blackballed and getting persecuted behind it. Granted, yeah, I got upset. My flesh got upset. But then I realized, well, what else What, what else would we expect as Christians? Yep. You know, when you stand up for something that's right, you're going to get persecuted. It happened to Paul. It happened, it happened to Silas. It happened to David. It happened to Joseph. We can go down the line. When you speak what's right and what we feel in our heart is right. You're going to get persecuted. And still, for her to get her Facebook page taken away because of her stand, that's wrong. Her radio show gets taken away. Her TV show. Now, she can't go to awards. Granted, nothing never, nothing was being said. When you have the Caitlyn Jenner, who was a man that dressed up as a woman and changed the sex, he getting awards. He's on the cover of a magazine. And then he still like women, but now he's confused. You got Muslims, you know, talking about what they believe. And you have, uh, you know, all these other religions. They can freely do that with no problem. Once us as Christians speak against how we, you know, speak on how we feel respectfully, which she did, now you got the world. Now you got people coming out the rocks, Janae Monet calling it hate speech and all these other people saying hate speech. So I shout out Shirley Caesar. I shout out the other gospel singers and all people that supported her and said, hey, it's not hate speech. You know, is this what we believe? You know, they force us to believe in what we want to. You got the equal rights, and they kind of shove down our throats to the world of we got to accept them, we got to accept them. The reality is that it's not even in our Constitution, even Declaration of Independence, we never as a country never supported same sex marriage. And even yeah. it's against the law of nature. Animals are animals, you know, with the exception of the species of monkeys that. That 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 just <clears throat> you know uh, have sex with this. That's just in their DNA with everything, and it is a species that do that. So with the exception of them, it's against the laws of nature. Now, if you do that, that's fine. Anybody listening, if you're a homosexual, or if you live a bisexual life, or if you live a poly life, where you live in a polygamous relationship, or if you're a cross dresser or what have you, that's fine. We still love you. It's just our belief. 
that that's not the way to go, and we still love you the same. And that's all that Kimber Rowe tried to reach out, and like she said herself, you got to listen to the whole sermon, because me and you, Chris, being in media, of course, you know they're going to take that little absurd, they're going to blow it up. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, she said yeah. she loves everybody. It's just, and, 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 and I want to commend Pharrell, because I'm a fan of, fan of some of his music um, with NERD and all that. I, I, I commend Pharrell for when Ellen asked him on the show Thursday about his thoughts. I commend Pharrell for taking a positive note. You know, he didn't bash Kimberrell. He just said, hey, we got to respect everybody's opinions. You know, it takes all of us to make the world go around. So Pharrell, even though I may not have agreed with everything you might have dared to say, I commend you for that. Mm-hmm. But it's just... It's just yep. It is just going. It's just crazy, man. It is. Yeah, it is, man. There's so much, so much to say about it. Uh, yeah, but I, I've said, I've said a lot, and I think you did a great job presenting it. And then, um, you know, our prayers are with uh, with Kim Burrell for uh, you know taking a stand and, and doing her job and doing her job. And obviously, the the fact that she had backlash is uh, you know what the world talks about. You know what we should expect as as believers anyway. So. You know, that shouldn't be a surprise. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to uh, just we got about uh, five minutes to talk about Raw and SmackDown. I've talked about Raw already on the Raw review, but let's get your thoughts on Raw and SmackDown live. Uh, first of all, what was Undertaker doing? Was he rest in peace? <laughs> what, what was that? Undertaker, <laughs> that extra, he had a leaky and a cough. I don't know what man I mean. Undertaker didn't look. Old man grind. Oh, um, uh, Taker showing up was cool. Uh, I like how they had Taker make the 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 um the comment of I go wherever I want, where I want, just to cover up the fact that him showing up on Raw made no absolute sense storyline wise. Right. Um, uh, Jericho winning the U.S. title. I mean, who really cares? A good thing for Jericho. I always like Jericho. Now it's like, are they really co-champions, or what's gonna happen with that? Um. HBK segment, uh, you know, just meh. It, it's sad when it's like when you when you get when you become a WWE Hall of Famer and you get to the level of a Michaels or an Austin, your job only is to show up, do a C level promo, hit your finisher. That's what your career results into. Yeah. Austin show up, he's gonna put somebody in the stunner. Foley show up, thank gosh Foley got a haircut. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Foley got a haircut, he shaved. Foley looks like a man again. Uh, but Foley's a great, a, a good dude. Uh, you know, talked to him a few times, in, you know, in person, good guy. But um, there, the Michael Michael showing up was okay. I thought Russo was was kind of funny. Um, I like the new Dan Titus O'Neil uh, storyline going in. Uh, who really cares? Like you say, Owen. It said Owen. The Universal Title was so much of an afterthought. No one cares oh, yeah. about Owens as champ, and it's not Owens' fault that it's not booking him right. <clears throat> Three, five, six months ago, Owens was killing people. Now it's just he's just the guy. He's just the guy with, um, you know, just the guy with the belt. Overall, um, Raw was just was just as usual, just lackluster. I, uh, my show title early today was Raw is Bleach, so <laughs> it just is just like, okay, Raw, like y'all got three hours of programming. It should be no reason why. Y'all got an extra hour of programming. If you want to be technical, 35, 45 minutes, minus commercials where y'all can't kick. Y'all can't be as good as SmackDown if not better. Right. But um, 
Oh yeah, and, and go and uh, Brock is coming next week. It's like, can yeah. we get can we get a show? Why does Brock and Goldberg keep showing up every other week? Undertaker, can we get a show where we have all three of them in a the ring or do some kind of tease like it was back in the day? They ain't got a touch, but some kind of altercation to get you ready for the rumble. I mean, we got three weeks away. Um, but yeah. that, that was my thoughts overall. I mean, and I don't know if you covered SmackDown. I didn't really see all of SmackDown. I saw most of it, but. No, as usual, I thought SmackDown was a much better show. Yeah, I thought was I thought SmackDown was good too. I, I'm kind of liking what they're doing with Jake Blair, just as far as just he's reluctant type of, you know, going you know to some type of demented state type of turn, you know, and you know I think I think a turn is I think a turn refreshes his career. But I don't think his career is relevant enough to even care, to be honest, about you know about a turn for him. Uh, I just, you know, I I don't. Ziggler be thirty seven this year, and there's not pushing forty. Yeah, so there's not. I mean, you know, people have revived their characters. I mean, you know, Matt Hardy's in his forties, and he, you know, he's revived his character. So it's it's possible. You know, at thirty seven, Matt Hardy wasn't really very relevant, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, he was kind of, you know, um, calling and scratching on, 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 uh, WWE and, and, and doing any work and, and just not really, you know, a, a very good character, but, you know, I don't, I don't think that Dolph Ziggler could revive himself, you know, like the way Matt Hardy did. I think that's just like a Haley's Comet type of situation, but, I I don't know. Uh, it's just with with Ziggler, there's he's still not a he still doesn't have a main event feel to me. I mean, if he played the if he played the the the, the babyface that people rallied behind, um, you know that and he actually won matches, I think that would be better. But as a heel right now, you know, even I, Dolph Ziggler's character wasn't even strong enough as a heel. He got over because of Vicky. I mean, by himself, he wasn't very over. And we saw that many times when he was a few by himself, but he never really was by himself. I mean, he was with AJ, he was with Big E, he was with Swagger. You know, he really never had an opportunity to be by himself as a heel. And the in the, the rare, rare times where he was by himself, he just wasn't that over. And I just And it just really goes to show, you know, just – the, the problem of WWE having the characters that don't really mean they they don't have larger than life characters anymore. And there was a, uh, you know, a piece that I wrote about on the, on the inquisitor about, uh, you know, and something else that Ryback said, as far as triple H telling him that, you know, WWE is, is purposely not building up marquee guys anymore. Um, and he confirmed that on his recent podcast. Uh, and, and it's, and it's like, man, how petty is that? <laughs> It's just—it's so bad. I mean, but you if see you, it though. You see it so much with the people, Dolph Ziggler's and the, and the Kevin Owens and the Seth Rollins. I mean, you see that though. If, if you do the math, and we mentioned this before, and my correspondent told me this apparent to me, we was talking off air. Past fifteen years, how many WWE? And I'm gonna use college football. And then you, you big Buckeye fan in Ohio. I, I live in Baltimore, oh, yeah. brother, so. 
college football don't mean nothing to us. Yeah. <laughs> so college football. Well, at least y'all got a Big Ten team, Maryland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Big Ten, you know, but uh, I mean, college football never was a big thing. College basketball, yes, but mm-hmm. um, there's a farm system. The past 15 years, when was the last dairy? How many WWE has produced from their farm system using the baseball team or the baseball team? You got Brock. You got Cena, Orton. you got Orton, and that's it. Every other champion has been indies. The they came from WCW, or Ring of Honor. CM Punk is a homegrown. Kevin Owens is indie. AJ Styles is a TNA and indie. Rollins. All of the WWE champions, Rollins, there's Tyler Black, Roman Reigns, okay, I guess so. Dean Ambrose, he was Moxley from CZW and everywhere. Mm-hmm. All of the other champions came with outsiders coming in that got the big push they needed. They was a homegrown from OVW or FCW or NXT like the like Brock was or like Cena was. Or, or, and I'm sorry, I forgot Batista. Batista. Yeah, I was, I was thinking Batista, but he's not there anymore, though. <laughs> right. But, yeah, Batista still count where, you know, he was homegrown, he got big, he made a minute, and he left. Other than that, that's it. In a 15-year span, you've only produced four mm. homemade, money-making, main event, merchandise-selling talents. I guess yep. if you want to include Roman Reigns, I guess you can go ahead. But, okay, add Roman Reigns. Uh, and Roman Reigns isn't even on that level yet. So right. technically still four. So yeah, if you work so at any job, four. yeah, if you work at any job, you write for the Inquisitor, you work for Fox News, your boss say, okay, Fighter Stone, you've had 15 years, you've only produced four, four reliable reports. <laughs> Me being my own boss, or being, a compu- or being a computer analyst as I am, or musician, or other jobs I do, out of 15 years, and I got all this talent, I got all this money, I've only produced. So if if this was football and you was a GM, you would have been got fired. Oh yeah. If he was he was a GM in baseball, fifteen years, you've only produced four all stars, yeah. and the other all stars you got came from other teams. That's <laughs> horrible, man. Yeah. That I mean that, that I mean think about that. That that that's bad. That that that's bad. They're not producing. Everybody is from the indie circuit. Everybody, and in WWE, whatever you sold, you sold reap. WWE is reaping everything they sold against WCW. Mm-hmm. They was bashing WCW Nitro. Remember, they kept rewriting the show. They kept rewriting the show. Oh, WCW wasn't together. They wasn't organized. They rewrote their shows. <laughs> um, and you know they they wasn't prepared. Oh, what are you doing now? Well, they're, yeah. they're not you're letting the young talent run it, you know, Jericho and them. We did this hot, hot. What are you doing now? Mm-hmm. Now, granted, SmackDown's a place to go. You got A, but AJ isn't young. We, I've said, and I've said this before, you know, I've sat with AJ for four and a half hours. I personally know the man. It was just last year, right before he went to eat. We hung out at Denny's in Philly, me and my staff. Great guy. AJ has a history of back problems. And mm-hmm. that was all they get then. We knew if AJ, if you go to WWE, you better do it real quick. Because AJ is about to hit the Rumble and make it one year. And I say AJ got a good year left. 
And oh, they, yeah. And, and even now, WWE already pulled him out of some live shows. Oh, yeah. And there's nothing against AJ, but AJ's older. All that wearing hair. Look at Hardy. Jeff Hardy can't even fly three feet from the turnbuckle. What no. last time Jeff Hardy hit a perfectly small tone? <laughs> oh, I love right. <laughs> He loves Jeff Hardy. So, it looks so limp older. now. Yeah, right. His swab towels look so limp. It's like a slump, like a slump, slump Tom Bomb. Like, like a you, slug you, you Tom Bomb. He's like, oh, this slug Tom Bomb. You can't, you can't, you can't even jump. Like, if you're on the top rope, sort of laws of physics and gravity, you automatically get a head start. You can't jump three feet and clear a table. Right. Uh, matter of fact, check check the fight. The was it Fight TV app, um, F I T E. Check out yep. their promo video. It's all on Facebook. You will see you will see a clip of Jeff Hardy doing a slug the the, the slug town bomb. He's all, he can't even clear the top <laughs> rope. He can't do it like the video games no more. No, oh no, no way. Yeah, but, that's uh, uh, yeah. two hundred and fifty episodes, ladies and gentlemen. We have we have coined the phrase the slug town bomb. <laughs> slug time. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's, I love it. That's what you want to do, man. Um, honestly, <laughs> shout out to uh, you being a college. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm late. You know, I can still call it the BCS. <laughs> um, I still keep up with some college. <laughs> I mean, isn't college isn't big here in Baltimore, but I do follow what's going on. Mm-hmm. But shout out to the fan. I sure if you know Featherstone of the <laughs> of the Alabama. Um, what was it? Was it uh, Alabama against Crimson? Right. Yep. Was that Alabama? Right. Yeah, so, Crimson, Alabama. Yep. Okay, two years in a row. Last year Alabama won. Now Clemson mm-hmm. won. Shout out to the Alabama fan that when Clemson made that last T touchdown, they actually punched his TV. Yeah. If you haven't seen that Featherstone, look it up. He yeah. molly it, hot punched it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you got to yeah. love fans. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Ravens fan that died for, I know, Christmas Day when we lost to the Steelers in that great game. And, you know, we hate the Steelers here. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't even watch. I didn't watch Sports Center. I didn't watch no sports for a week. <laughs> and when that happened, I just went slump. My girlfriend was like, "Baby, it'll be okay." No, it won't. <laughs> no, yeah. I wasn't. You know, I just it is like, uh, but I'm not punching my TV. No, no. I mean, this man, look, look outside the stone. This man Molly bought this TV. Wow. And me you know football right when they caught the play, I said he gonna throw it right he gonna do he gonna do a, a quick pass to the right. But yeah. That's yeah, that's hilarious. And, and yeah, that, that flat route that they did for the for the game reading touchdown. It was a good fourth quarter. I gotta give it up to him. It was it was good. I was I was reluctant to watch it, but you know, it's I'm always I'm always willing to watch sports for the sake of writing about it, you know. So, and uh, I love, I love, I, in, uh, love I, I love college football. So, you know, it's uh, it was I was like, okay, NFL? yeah, yeah, I, I like the NFL. I'm a Titans fan, but 
college football's. I mean, next to pro wrestling, college football is right up there for me. I absolutely love college football and college basketball. I'm a big Duke fan, so. But yeah, it's it's. Oh uh, man, we probably gotta be rivals, man. Brother, yeah, man. brother, brother, feather stone, brother stone or feather. Why do we have to be rivals? You Please know, I'm taking all the way. No, 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 brother. I'm from Baltimore. I'm Terps. Yeah, okay. I don't like North so, Carolina. So, okay, good. <laughs> I mean, you know, Maryland's ACC. <laughs> right, you know, Maryland's ACC. So you know, I'm an ACC, ACC guy. I'm, I'm still Ohio State fan. I'm still an Ohio State fan when it comes to. I mean, I root for Ohio State, but I'm a diehard Duke fan. I'm celebrating my 27th year, I believe, as a Duke fan now. So, yeah, I, I'm. I'm I'm excited about Duke this year as I do as I am every year. But you know, Maryland and Duke, you know they've they've uh, they fought it out a few times. But you know they're not a, they're not rivals. They're just fellow ACC you know teams. You know North Carolina. If you were a North Carolina fan, I would have I would have hung up on you. But you're a Maryland fan. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, Christian hey, Leitner, great documentary. <laughs> I remember watching that live. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, like I say, you know, basketball. You know, my my both of my church, especially the lady church. Um, you know, both both of my 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 church and um, I think it's still top ten. I think my lady church are top three in the country. Top three in the country mm-hmm. are top two, number two or three. The men I know are ranked in the top ten at least. Yep. So I, I love pro wrestling number one two, two. I have to put the NFL in baseball one A one B because I, I love baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too. I like so yeah, I, I can Indians, watch any football game. My Indians went to the World Series. Yeah. Um but yeah, we were up three and one and we lost, unfortunately. But and you know who uh, you know who to blame that too? You know who to blame? blame? That's the curse of LeBron. Yeah, well maybe you know, but Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland won last year, though. Yeah, but remember LeBron trolled. Remember LeBron. Everybody say LeBron trolled uh, Golden State. Remember Golden State was up three to one. Remember? Yeah. And the Cavaliers came back and beat them. The reverse and curse. LeBron yeah. trolled them. So they yeah. said it's a reverse curse. But hey, I've been liking the Indians since baby Manny Fernand, baby Manny Ramirez, who decided to know yeah. deal with Japan. Omar Vizcalo, Jim Tomey. Um, I, I can go on. I mean, y'all had the stack yeah. team from '96 to '98. Oh, yeah. my Orioles too, but loved them. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. I'm sorry, sorry for sorry for the listeners that's not into baseball. We don't mean to bore you. Right. Um, so we got about ninety seconds. Let's get into the flavor of the week, real quick. It is now time for the flavor of the week. Right, we got about two and a half weeks left before the Royal Rumble. Um, so we were going to do originally. We only have about uh, ninety seconds to uh, to two minutes, and so what we're going to do is, um, yeah, we we have about two minutes left. So basically, what we're going to do is, so we're going to do the we're going to go through favorite matches between eighty eight and ninety seven. Uh, what we'll do for the sake of time this year is, um, uh, Evan, do you think uh, about thirty seconds? Do you, can, what what's what match can you think of that stood out? Uh, the most for you between those uh, th- those ten years of of the Royal Rumble. So eighty eight ninety seven. Yep. Oh man, that's tough. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, the Rumble, the Rumble ninety two. Um, oh yeah, but Flair. Sid, Sid, Sid and Sean uh, Rumble ninety eight. Um, uh, honorable, dishonorable mention. Um, 
Oh, I'm sorry. How can I forget Brighton? Um, uh, 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 with the Brighton Nash. Yeah, Brighton. Brighton Nash. Brighton Diesel. Yeah, Brighton Diesel, Diesel was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that was that was I think that ended. Yeah, so that was good. Ninety two, of course. Uh, Piper and Mountie was good for me. <clears throat> Piper won the Intercontinental oh, yeah, title. Yeah. Um. And then uh, Taker and Brett, 96. Michaels and Sid was 97. Uh, and then the Hogan, 1991 Hogan won. Um, of course, 88 with Dugan. Uh, well, th- there's, there's, a, there's a long story with that. But the, the very, very short <laughs> version for the sake of time is that uh, um, my, uh, one of my staff members, Derek, he was a co-host on the show for four years. And uh, uh, we really only have about 30 seconds left. But real quick. Uh, we used to watch uh, DVDs together. He lives in he lives in Ohio as well, and so uh, we used to watch DVDs a lot uh, before when we were talking about the show. We would uh, eat uh, and then we would eat dinner and and, and watch movies, uh, watch a, a wrestling DVD uh, not too long before the show comes on, and we would talk about the show. And uh, we I bought it the Legends of AWA uh, Legends of uh, uh, oh, uh, UWF. And so uh, it was Legend of Mid-South is what it was called. And so they were talking about Mid-South and UWF, and then they would uh, pronounce Jim Duggan as uh, Jim Dugan. So every time we hear Duggan, we say Dugan. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to Lex Lugar, too. Yeah, check out some old uh, uh, Mid-South and UWF, uh, especially Mid-South. They pronounced his name as Dugan. Uh, we thought it was the, the funniest thing. But, ladies and gentlemen, uh, 250 episodes, uh, 250 episodes. Thank you so much for for being a part of it. I uh, thank you so much, Evan. Man, I, I you know I, I wouldn't have had 250 this monumental without you, man. Appreciate Bobby Fulton. Uh, it's, it's great to have everybody got on the show to just really be so vocal. So yeah, we we got about five you seconds know, left. So thank you all. God bless you all, and uh, Thanks, you man. enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless. Appreciate you, Evan. Have a good night. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.